gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Midweek Squeeze. I hope you're all, usually I would say I hope you're all enjoying your week and I hope you're all having a good one, but um, we are in uncharted waters at the moment. So if you're feeling a little bit anxious or a little bit stressed or a bit overwhelmed, I feel you. That's exactly where I've been this week. It all really hit me on Tuesday and I was just, I spent much of the day crying and just felt really, really, um, really sad and overwhelmed and, you know, despondent about everything that's going on. It's easily easy to feel really helpless with a situation that is just so much bigger than any of us and that we, you know, have no control over as well, apart from playing our bit and playing our role and doing our bit in staying at home essentially and watching Netflix which isn't so bad but I think it's almost mourning everything that we're losing and everything that we're excited for and life as we knew it as well feels like a distant memory and something I know for me that I definitely took for granted so um you know, took for granted while it was there and now it's not there and now we you know we're confined to our homes and that can be very very daunting and for me very I know for me very 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 frightening so I hope you're all having as good a week as possible I know most people are working from home and I hope that you know you're staying sane throughout all of that I saw something really interesting that I would love to share actually I'll get it up now about how the coronavirus is um, triggering mental health issues and how why it is and it's fi- triggering feelings of despair mindset switch from living to survival triggering triggering feelings of hopelessness decreased job security promoting social social withdrawal and loneliness quarantine makes it more difficult to distract oneself from existing mental health issues then there's decreased financial security fear for loved ones lives increased health anxiety and I think I mentioned I think I firstly said a a general feeling of despair and I can resonate with so many of those especially that feeling of that's kind of survival feeling which I've personally have felt in in the last few years and I I was honestly starting to feel like I was coming out of that and now all of a sudden it almost feels like every day is this, you know, flight or fight response that we don't know what's going to come next. We don't know what we're about to be, what is about to be stripped away from us. We don't know how bad it is when we wake up every morning. Um, and it's also, it almost feels like we're always waiting for that next, for that next blow, for that next hit that is going to, you know, reduce make the life that we once knew even more unrecognizable so that's how it feels for me and I know you know being a single mom I'm I'm starting to feel really lonely with it all I have been really positive and I've been finding the silver linings through it and the lemonade if you will 
but you know lately it's just been feeling at night very 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 lonely is when my son goes to sleep and I'm sure that a lot of other single parents probably will resonate with that idea too and you know it must it's not the nicest time to be single at the moment but you know we've we can do it we can get through it and I think that's when we have to dig even deeper and dig a little you know go even harder on finding those rituals and those things that make us feel better and those things that make us feel connected and grounded um, rather than assuming that they're always going you know that there will always be that external escape because right now there's not so for me I'm having a lot of baths and I'm trying and failing but trying to keep away from social media I'm cooking I'm doing more activities with my son all those kinds of things to help me feel yeah, really grounded and really centered and really present as well, because that's all we can do right now. Um, you know, we can look back in the past and feel sad about what we're losing and we can easily look to the future and feel really frightened or we can stay really present and in the now and just focus on what we can control for now, which leads me perfectly into the question that I was asked this week to answer. And it's from a listener called Alice Andrews. And she says she's 36 weeks pregnant. How do I how do I navigate the anxiety of bringing a bub into this uncertain world? And I have often thought about what it must be like to be pregnant at the moment, which especially if it's your first is already a time of great uncertainty and anxiety and fear of the unknown. And that, you know, what is going on right now only compounds those feelings, I imagine. So I have thought of people like you, Alice, a lot. And when I was one, when I was read, when I read your question and wondering how I was going to answer, the first thing that came into my mind and what I wanted to share is this idea of that right now, more than ever, you need to stay in your own lane and you need to focus on you because all you can control is you right now. You and your safety and your well-being is all you have control over. Uh, you know, everything else external, everything that's happening globally is we have no control. We have no power over that so all we can do is stay in our own lane and keep ourselves as safe and as nurtured and nourished and comfortable as possible and that is even more important when we're growing a little bub you know you know we're growing a little bub we're growing new life we want to bring them into a world that feels safe and stable as well and they learn that from us so my advice through all of this is to you just you recognize that it's uncertain and that you feel anxious. That's totally fine. But really implement some self-care practices that you stick to daily to help you feel settled and whatever that might be for you. At the moment, we're still allowed to go out for walks and be in nature. So that is such an amazing way to ground and feel centered and feel present. So I can recommend that. Any kind of mindfulness activities, even doing puzzles at night, doing some drawing or painting or writing, especially journaling how you're feeling, reflecting every night on what you're grateful for. Um, that All those practices will help keep you centered and focused on you and your journey because, as I said, that's all you can do right now is focus on that, is focus on putting one foot forward in front of the other and what will be will be externally but you have sat unfortunately no control and no power over that so um and it would also be i guess sticking to a routine i'm not sure if you're working right now but if you're not working 
and you're, you know, at home feeling really frazzled about everything, having a real set routine can be really helpful as well. Whether that means waking up at a certain time every day, making sure that, you know, it can be comfy to be in our pajamas, but it does leave us in that sluggish frame of mind. So maybe that will mean you get up, you wash your face, you brush your hair, you put on some moisturizer, makeup if that helps you as well. Um, if not, you know, you put in, put on some jeans and a jumper, you commit to a walk or some sort form of exercise every single day at the same time. You eat your meals at similar times. You have a rest at a similar time. That kind of structure right now, which you don't have to be really regimented about, but that kind of loose structure can help you feel like you're in control of uh, your life and what's going on and yeah, give you, I guess, that that, that power and control. So I feel for you, um, you know, it is so uncertain. You, as, as you say, you're 36 weeks. There's still at least three, four weeks to go. And um, I think the fear for me is that we have no idea what's going to happen between now and then. But again, we have no control and all we can do is stay at home. And what a wonderful time to be staying at home as well when you're heavily pregnant. You know, this is that's the safest cocoon that you can possibly be in. And whether that, you know, shopping for groceries is becoming a bit overwhelming, you know, maybe doing some online deliveries, getting people to drop your groceries to you all little things that are going to minimize your anxiety, just do it and just focus on cocooning and going inward and staying safe and grounded in your safe home because you are safe there and you will, you know, you will get through this and you will be okay and we will all be okay. Um, it's nice to know that we're all in this together and we're all thinking of you. So I hope that helped, Alice. I love answering your questions. I usually put them out on Instagram on a Monday or a Tuesday. So if you've got anything that you would love me to answer, please hit me up. So for this segment of the Midweek Squeeze, I've invited my tarot card reader slash astrologer slash mum <laughs> Adele Rose Tarot onto the podcast once again. I had her on uh, maybe about five or six weeks ago and oh, the dog has jumped off. Maggie, she always does this every time I start podcasting. And um, it had such a massive response and everyone loved mum's readings, which was hardly surprising considering she's so very good at it. Uh, so with because of so much demand, obviously I had to invite you back on, Mum. <laughs> she's giving me a look that she's really nervous and shy, but she's probably loving the compliments, I imagine. But <laughs> um, So I've invited her back on to share her wisdom with us once again. And it can be really nice in these times of uncertainty and fear and anxiety just to feel a bit rooted and grounded in um, other practices or other things that may that feel familiar or feel good to us or help us connect us back within ourselves. And I think that's what tarot can be really good to do. What do you think about that? Absolutely, yes. In this uh, times that we have going on at the moment, I think it's good to have something else to uh, look at or look forward to or just give us some hope in these times and that can't be bad can it oh, exactly so um, I'm gonna I'm going to get mum to run us through what she's going to do and then just kick it off thank you so much and thank you for having me back um, I was having a thought the other day about what I would like to talk about with everybody and there's a very good um, a question here that I was going to ask everybody and because I actually didn't know it until a little while ago but did you know that your astrological star sign has a corresponding tarot card 
fascinating <laughs> so, so why don't we check out which tarot card represents your star sign and see if that resonates with you um i guess basically for some people it will resonate a lot more than others i know for me for myself uh, being a cancer that my card is exactly me so i'm hoping that uh, it will be for you too i think this is good to do right now as well as it is the start of the astrological year with the sun ticking over into Aries, which is the start of the Zodiac. So we're entering a new chapter, new beginnings, and essentially a new year according to the astrological chart. So that might be nice to, you know, tie into why we're doing this too. Absolutely. So let's start off with that, without further ado, with Aries. And the card that connects to Aries is the Emperor card. And the emperor stands for uh, an authority figure and the emperor wants control, stability, order and loves to uh, strategize. The key advice for these Aries and emperor people is please don't be too hard on yourself. You deserve the best in life too. And I think that's one thing that Aries people do tend to do. They they challenge themselves a lot of the time. So um, you need to stop doing that, I think. Uh, and the next one along the line is Taurus. And the card that connects to Taurus is the Empress. And Venus rules this card. The Empress stands for abundant and unconditional love. She represents fertility and feminine sexuality. She gives. Lo- she loves life and loves to celebrate love and life Uh, key advice for Taurus and the Empress is sometimes you don't know when to stop and start looking after yourself and that's really Elizabeth to a T (laughs) (laughs) bitchy side remark there thanks (laughs) Gemini the card that connects uh, to Gemini is the lovers and the lovers is all about balance and knowing you have the power to choose what is right for you. The lovers reminds the lovers reminds you to follow the wisdom of your heart. Take the risk and follow that impulse that drives you. Cancer, the connecting card is the moon, of course, and we all know cancer is ruled by the moon. This card is all about bringing up those unconscious issues these could come to you through your dreams or in your intuition. You are all about healing, but sometimes can get stuck in your deep water of emotions. The moon card reminds you to allow yourself to be guided by your unconscious. Leo, the connecting card is the strength card. And this card reminds you to express yourself or you could explode like a pressure cooker. This card is about learning patience and calm. You possess the strength and courage to follow through and face your challenges. Just remember, act with grace and sensitivity rather than force, which I think that's what a lot of Leos tend to do. Virgo, this card connects with the magician and this card is all about pure intentions, not egotistical intentions. You're the inventor, the traveler, the self-employed on the entrepreneur. You love to broaden your horizons and you have the ability to transform whatever you choose. You're very magical. Who wouldn't want to be that? Libra, and this is the justice card. And this is all about balance, a balanced perspective and everything to be fair. 
you're all about weighing up, measuring and adjusting your life, striving for a fair system, making good decisions to safeguard your future. With light, values, reward always comes. And Scorpio, goodness, I could have written a whole page for Scorpio. That's so, just so fascinating. Yeah, why? <laughs> Do you know any Scorpios? <laughs> a few. And the card associated with Scorpio is the death card. And this connects through Pluto. This is all about death, rebirth and regeneration. You can transform on an immense personal level, almost like a butterfly from a caterpillar. Look at death in its widest form, the death of a painful time or emotion that was needed to enable you to transform, death of ego or better still transformation of ego. Remember that change is a blessing. Death is a relief and release. It's the ultimate reality check. Remember, change equals new beginnings. And Sagittarius, and here we have the full card which connects. And your spirit is always in search of experience. A dreamer, full of optimism and is courageous, totally trusting. You're always looking off towards tomorrow. The full card shows total trust in life with no fear. Even when they can't see where they're going, you will jump without knowing where you will land. And I think that's a beautiful way to live. Capricorn and the devil card connects to Capricorn. The devil is all about your shadow side. This person can have issues with addiction, issues about food, sex or negative thinking patterns. Any obsession or temptation becomes reality and hungered for. Remind yourself, get to the root of the problem. It is in your shadow side and needs to be healed. The gift from the devil card is that something in your unconscious will become conscious and you are ready to deal with it. And Aquarius is the tower card and that is ruled by Uranus. Aquarians plus the tower card plus Uranus and phew goodness this is a powerful mix radicals revolutionaries those people follow their own path beat to their own drum they spin and think differently the tower card is feared and renowned renowned for sticking a mirror in your face and forcing you to face a situation learn to let go of past patterns learn to take responsibility and most importantly learn to surrender and Pisces and this is the hangman uh, connecting here Neptune rules Pisces and this card this card is all about easily falling into victim mentality and becoming a martyr you need to be accepting in life of where you are and where you're meant to be and that process is an important part of the journey, no matter how painful. Stop feeling frustrated. Whatever you're doing, whatever your plans, these things need time to evolve and stop trying to rush the process. So I hope that was a little insight into you and how the uh, star signs and tarot connect. Uh, they do make a big part of the readings that I do. I always like to know the star signs of the people that I read for because I feel like that they do join into 
the tarot reading knowing that as well. Well, thank you for listening today. And I hope that helped. That was really good. I could, so many of those signs, I could correspond with people in my life and could see that description reflected in them completely. So that makes a lot of sense, in particular, the Taurians, Cancers, Leos, um, Scorpios, Pisces, Capricorns, all just sounds about right. So thank you so much for that, mum. You know, I love to have my mum on every, you know, we're starting to do this maybe every five or six weeks. If there's anything in particular you would love her to delve into and really explore, please let me know. I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes. Um, she's available for readings and she's so damn good and always helps me out of pickles and situations and things that I just feel very overwhelmed with um i always seem to find the insight to proceed with the path that you know is laid out before me but i might feel too scared to go down or i might not think i have the strength to do so and um you know it's always it's always the right choice and with her guidance it always leads me to where i'm meant to go so i can't recommend that enough thank you for listening to this installment of the midweek squeeze it was a pleasure having mum on at adele underscore rose underscore tarot um if you would like to hit me up you can do so at elizabeth anil and if you can please you know if you like this chat if you can tag you can you can screenshot and put it on your stories and tag us i'd be most appreciative i'd also be very thankful if you could hit five stars leave a review and um subscribe that'll help other people find lemonade because it helps boost the podcast in the charts and in the labyrinth that is apple Podcasts. Um, and it'll help people who perhaps really need this podcast thank you so much for being with me i'll back be back with you again monday stay safe in these uncertain times stay you know focus on your rituals focus on what you can control focus on staying well because that's all we can really do right now thank you so much guys bye A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.